This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with The App Show. We have a, a lot of apps to talk about on today's program. Hello, I'm your host, Mike Agarbo. I've got uh, our co-host, Christina Stoyanova, in studio with me. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, we have some interesting stuff to talk about on today's program. Uh, and again, App Show is all about uh, our favorite apps for smartphones, TVs, tablets, uh, and more. We'll be talking uh, about an app that can help uh, style you, get style advice uh, from others, whether you want it uh, or not. Uh, we will also be uh, talking about what's streaming, some of the hot new shows and movies coming out on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. And of course, our Hot 5 app countdown of the week. What is it this week, Christina? We have top five apps to help you with interior design. I could use some help there. Of course, we've got some great uh, iPhone and Android tips uh, as well. Uh, Looking at some of the app news out there, uh, some interesting uh, stuff happening. Facebook uh, says messaging apps aren't turning people into hermits. That's right. They're saying that people who are messaging each other often are actually more likely to make plans and meet up with each other. So that actually means that they're being more social. (laughs) <laughs> Do you believe that? Um, you know, I feel like there's there are some flaws in this study, but you know, I'm no scientist. Right? No. <laughs> well, they did a study uh, for the 25th anniversary of the first text message ever sent. Do you know when that was? Uh, 25 years ago. Yes. <laughs> you you have the news story in front of you as well. Uh, December. You just said. It. <laughs> December third, 1992. Uh, I did say that. Yes, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> Uh, 1992. Wow. I didn't know there was text messaging back in 1992. There you go. Yeah. It was a little clunkier back then, I imagine. Oh my God. It it, it really was. So they found that around 80% of adults aged uh, 19 to 64 and 91% of teens from 13 to 18 years of age admitted to sending messages every day. So they're saying that, yes, we are using messaging a lot, but at the same time, it's helping bring us close together and actually having real face-to-face social interactions. I don't know how they can prove that, but. Well, I think it's all survey based, right? So this, it, this depends on what respondents are responding with, which of course is going to be affected by poor memory and bias and all those lovely things. Big news uh, for digital voice assistants. Uh, Amazon has announced that they're bringing their Amazon Echo speakers to Canada. Finally, uh, these are the most popular uh, digital assistant speakers down in the U.S. right now. We uh, have some competition up here in Canada with Google Home. They launched uh, earlier this year. But Amazon uh, is one of the biggest. They have about 70% market share uh, down in the U.S. And uh, they will be releasing uh, these speakers uh, into our country uh, come December timeframe. And uh, essentially, they're uh, different sizes, and you can talk to them. And Amazon will help you shop and give you information uh, from the internet, the weather, and you can also use it to connect uh, different uh, connected devices. There are literally thousands of what they call skills uh, that you can get uh, the Amazon uh, Echo speakers to do. You you excited about this? Uh, you know what? I will be more excited, I think, once I actually get to test one out. Have you tried one of these yet? Yeah, I haven't had too much time with it. I, I have a Google Home, which I just love. It's like the best thing since sliced bread because uh, it just, listens to me and answers all my questions. I love it. 
But speaking of Amazon, um, down in the U.S. right now, uh, they're really trying to push their Amazon Pay. Amazon's just about into everything now. Uh, they'll soon let uh, people order from restaurants using the Amazon app on the phone, on your phone. That's pretty cool because everyone is already using that Amazon app, I feel, um, pretty consistently. So if you can do more with it, that's, uh, that's welcome. So they're saying this, uh, again, starting in the U.S., uh, down in uh, New Jersey, uh, of course, uh, Seattle area, um, Washington, D.C., New York, uh, you will be able to, through the Amazon app to actually order food from restaurants. And I think they might do okay on that because uh, like you were saying, so many people have an Amazon account. Yeah. And I think that market's a little bit fragmented right now. Either you're ordering from, you know, these takeout places directly or you're using one of those services like DoorDash or Foodora. Um, but the problem with those is that they all have different restaurants on them. Like not all of the restaurants are on all the apps. And so it'd be nice to have, you know, a one-stop shop. Well, we'll see uh, how well it does there. And if they uh, ever come up to Canada, it always takes a few extra years for Amazon to bring anything into Canada, it seems. Do you think this means they're going to deliver food by drone? Because they've been talking about delivering Uh, packages by drone. (laughs) I I still don't know how... um, realistic that is. I agree with you, but I just think the thought of uh, having my food delivered by drone is kind of cool. I think where the drones make sense is if uh, they can use the drone to get it to a secondary delivery point. So, you know, for example, here in Vancouver, right? If I needed to deliver something from, let's say, downtown uh, over to Oak Ridge, what's one of the big obstacles? Bridges, right? Uh, so they could start the delivery here, downtown Vancouver, with a drone and drop it off to a driver over across the, the, the you know, Falls Creek and the bridge, and it would be faster. Well, I just think we should just walk out on our balconies and be able to accept our, our drone deliveries. Yeah, that can go wrong in so many diff- <laughs> different ways. Uh, this was another interesting story uh, as well. Uh, Google is cracking down on apps that misuse accessibility features. Yes, they sure are, which is interesting because uh, I think there have been quite a few stories recently about, uh, you know, the security risks of um, of different apps on the Google Play Store. So this is an interesting move. Well, uh, accessibility allows, uh, you know, folks uh, with low vision or who are blind to use uh, the smart the smartphone uh, much better uh, integrates uh, spoken feedback voice commands, uh, but a lot of developers are not using it for what it's intended. Uh, some are doing okay. LastPass, which we've talked about before, uh, has been using the functions for things like autofill. Autofill, yeah. yeah. So I actually use Last LastPass on an iOS device, but uh, the autofill feature is definitely very robust for that app. So I can. Uh, I can see how it has a lot of information about you. Well, uh, Google's telling their app makers, their developers, that they have to show how accessibility code, if they're using it, is helping disabled users or their apps will actually be removed from the Play Store within 30 days, which I find surprising because their app store, the, the Android app store, is like the Wild West. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is just a, a surprising move and a little bit out of character. Well, we'll see what uh, happens with that. Uh, finally, here in App News, Square, which is a, uh, a payment transaction app, you can actually get uh, little uh, card readers that you plug into your phone so you can actually accept 
credit cards, even debit cards uh, in in Canada now. And they've got uh, a square payment terminal. You stick an iPad in. Uh, They are allowing uh, people who use these square readers uh, to now buy and sell Bitcoin. You know what? Um, Can they also explain to me how Bitcoin works? (laughs) (laughs) I think we need to have another show on how the whole Bitcoin. <laughs> oh my goodness! My daughter, my daughter, my sixteen-year-old daughter came to me and said, "I I need to buy some uh, some Bitcoin or Ethereum, which is another type of uh, Bit currency." Is she running from the law? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, how do you know about this? And uh, she is so keen on doing it. So we're actually going through the process right now of uh, figuring out how to buy uh, some of these uh, alt currencies, so to speak. I, yeah, yeah it, it still kind of freaks me out. It just the bubble has to burst on some of this. Like Bitcoin, I think, what, hit $7,000 a coin? And how how long is that going to keep going? It can't. Well, it's it's hard to understand. But uh, you know what? We will uh, we'll have a primer on that uh, in an upcoming uh, app show because uh, I think it's important for people to uh, know about it. Well, let's uh, switch gears now and uh, learn something about our iPhones iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What do we got this week, Christina? Uh, This week's iPhone tip of the week is how to teach Siri to pronounce things properly. This is good because it mispronounces my name all the time. It's not just your name. I find it hilarious on certain street names. Like here in the Lower Mainland, we have Lockheed Highway, and it always pronounces it Lockheed. Lockheed Highway. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I don't know where it's coming up with that pronunciation. Oh, yeah. Gallardi Way, good luck on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do we do it? Uh, so when Siri mispronounces something, you can actually say, hey, Siri, that's not how you pronounce that. Is that easy? It's that easy. Uh, Siri will ask you for the c- correct pronunciation, and then you'll be able to uh, to choose from a list of variable pronunciations to choose from. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, I actually did a uh, an interview with CTV News about it. Uh, hopefully, it's still working by the time the show uh, airs. But let me just let me just do this. Hey Siri, what's the upcoming garbage schedule in Vancouver? Here's the upcoming schedule for the Canucks between tomorrow and January twelfth, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> so when you ask it what the garbage schedule is for a certain city, it tells you what the uh, the NHL uh, schedule is for that that particular team. Is it every city? Yeah. So oh, the, I thought maybe it was <laughs> just, just having a little fun with Vancouver. <laughs> no, we tested it on Toronto and a bunch of other cities that have NHL teams, and presto kazinga, it worked. Okay, so who is messing with Siri and how are they accomplishing it? Because I, I want in on the fun. <laughs> I know, it's pretty cool. Uh, remember how when you asked Siri a few weeks ago what the national anthem was for Bulgaria, it was Despacito. Yes. Yes. I do remember that quite well. <laughs> I, I have no, yeah, endless enjoyment for me there. They, they fixed it. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to know uh, who is actually programming that in. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we will be talking about an app that can help with your style. Also, we've got the Hot 5 coming up later in the program and streaming some hot new movies and TV shows. Stay tuned. You are back with the App Show. I've got uh, my co-hosts uh, here with me today, Christina Stoyanova. I am Mike Agarbo. Uh, some interesting apps we've uh, come across uh, here this uh, week. One uh, that uh, 
I found interesting. I think it's more aimed at women uh, since their tagline, your personal stylist, whenever, wherever you need her. Uh, it's called Style Council. This is an app that you download. Looks like it's just on the iPhone right now, but you can get style advice from uh, fashion bloggers. What do you think? I think this is a really interesting concept because I think every woman at some stage in her life has gone shopping alone and stood in front of the mirror in the changing room wondering whether this outfit was okay or not, but had nobody to ask. And so how it works from my understanding is, like you said, uh, you take a picture of yourself in the mirror or however you're going to get that picture. You send it through this app and then apparently very quickly... Uh, fashion bloggers, and I, I don't know what criteria they judge these fashion bloggers on, uh, they actually give you some advice on uh, yes or no or uh, maybe some other tidbits as well. Yes, it's pretty interesting because I think it's uh, it's a challenging thing, especially when you're shopping because you're not necessarily sure if store staff are going to tell you the truth. I know I <laughs> of definitely... Of course they're going to tell you the truth. If, if you look hideous in something, I really don't think they're going to tell you that. No, they want to sell those. Exactly. So um, Those crummy dresses. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's a, it's a really cool idea to have, um, you know, an objective third party to tell you how it looks. That being said, you know, are we just um, making things even more superficial than they already are? Well, maybe you should use it so you don't look so crazy all the time. Uh, you're one to talk, Mr. <laughs> colorblind. <laughs> oh my God. It's, you know what? It's not fun being colorblind. <laughs> I come to work all the time and everyone's like, oh yeah, that doesn't match. <laughs> it's because my... we all know and we love you enough to tell you that I know. you look ridiculous. Just, no, let me live in my happy world where everything matches. <laughs> I think I need uh, mic counsel. That would be a great uh, app. Uh, let's uh, look at another interesting uh, app. Facebook uh, has made an app just for video creators called Facebook Creator. Yeah, this is really cool. So they are actually, uh, you know, trying to boost all of the content creators on the platform and give them, uh, you know, some tools to make their content even better. It looks like it's aimed uh, really at uh, a lot of the live video from uh, what I can see, which is kind of cool because we've done some Facebook Live uh, videos, uh, especially on our Get Connected radio show. Uh, and it's hard. It, it is. It, it is. Uh, but it's neat here because uh, now they're giving you tools where you can actually put custom intros and stickers and effects on the video. But also uh, it, it integrates the messaging side of it. So uh, people will be able to leave comments uh, either through Facebook or Messenger or even Instagram. And it's got a unified inbox where it all comes in. So it uh, gives the, uh, I guess, the creator more access and, and easier access to get back to these people. And interact with them. Yes, and interaction is so important on Facebook because to build a community, you definitely um, need people to engage with your content. So I think making it easier to engage back with them is a really important component for content creators. Another interesting announcement this week, uh, Apple uh, was supposed to have released their Apple HomePod to compete against the Amazon Echo and Google Home speakers or intelligent speakers, and now they are delaying that into 2018. And I know a lot of Apple fans were really excited about this, but it was going to be more expensive for this speaker, $350, I believe, US, 
which would take that probably up into the $500 price range in Canada, uh, which is much higher than the Google Home, which is about $160 right now, and the Amazon Echo, which is being released into Canada in December, which is coming in at uh, $100. You know what? This is kind of like a stay of execution for those of us who are big Apple fans. Um, <laughs> a stay of execution. <laughs> it is because, you know, as they release more products, I keep getting sucked further and further into this vortex that I know I will never get out of. And so, uh, you know what? <laughs> it's probably a good thing that they're delaying this a bit. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So uh, Apple is saying that this is going to be a premium speaker. So that's the one thing. You know, when, when I said it's going to be way more expensive, expensive. It is, but it's going to be a better speaker. You know, the Google and the Amazon speakers, they're great, but they're small little speakers. So you kind of get what you pay for. Obviously, there's a premium with Apple uh, as well, but I'm interested to see how smart it is. It's going to have Siri built in, uh, but will they have the same type of functionality that the Google Home with the Google Assistant and Amazon Echo speakers with Alexa will have? I mean, those things can completely control your entire connected home now. Uh, and and music on top of that. So uh, it'll be interesting to see, are they going to compete with that or are they just going to focus on the music? So you're uh, you're wondering if the, that speaker is going to be higher quality than some of the competitors? Oh, I know it's going to be higher quality. I'm just wondering how robust the intelligent assistant Siri is going to be on it. Will it, will it, con- you know, will it control all your home devices as well? Yeah, it's sort of an interesting question because I think uh, this is an interesting um, dilemma that people are having with these voice-controlled speakers because, of course, you want a speaker that does really well with audio, but when you're trying to keep costs low, um, that makes it really challenging. So I don't know what the balance is there because then you don't want to have, you know, this voice-controlled speaker and then another speaker system on top of that. You're right. When we come back from the break, still a lot more here on the App Show to chat about the Hot 5. This week it's Hot 5 uh, interior decorating uh, apps. We'll also be chatting about what's streaming on Netflix and Crave this week. Some really cool TV shows and movies. It's Mike Agarbo for the App Show. Back after this. You're back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Christina Stoyanova. Still lots more to talk about on today's program, including uh, Crazy App of the Week uh, and also... uh, travel app too. Uh, but let's chat uh, about my favorite uh, segment. The weekly app hot five. This is our hot five countdown this week. What do we uh, got up? Interior decorating apps, I-, I believe. That's right. And before you turn off the radio, if you're not interested in interior design, I assure you that some of these are going to come in handy at some point while you're decorating some part of your home. So for starters, we have Color 911. This app is available only on iOS, but it uh, gives you some color inspiration, including themes and palettes, so you can actually, uh, you know, create a cohesive theme in each of your rooms. And this one is inspired by a color specialist, Amy Wax. Uh, so you will get some fantastic inspiration when it comes to color on this one. Talking about the Hot 5 interior decorating apps, what do we got next? House. So this is 
spelled H-O-U-Z-Z, which is, is a little awkward to pronounce, but it's available on both iOS and Android. And this is a great app for inspiration on all things decorating. And it has some articles as well, things like how to choose the best fold-out sofa and things like that. So definitely worth checking out if you uh, have some problem areas in your home that need some attention. Number three. Pinterest. So this is an oldie but a goodie uh, available on Android and iOS and, of course, has a, a nice website as well that you can visit on desktop. But it's a great place for inspiration and highly searchable and uh you can actually purchase from Pinterest recently. So that's great too. Talking to the Hot 5 interior decorating apps this week, number two. Color Snap. So this is an app from Sherwin-Williams, which of course is a paint company. So this allows you to snap a color using your camera and it will match it to a Sher- Sherwin-Williams paint and also make it easy for you to find out where you can purchase that paint. What about for colorblind people? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Is it it too late for me? It's too late for you. Oh, no. (laughs) Maybe your wife can help with that. Talking the hot five interior decorating apps for people other than myself. Uh, Number one, what do we have? We have Magic Plan. This is an award-winning app that lets you create professional floor plans just by taking pictures with your phone's camera. Uh, so this is really cool if you are furniture shopping or, you know, redecorate or redesigning your kitchen because dimensions are very important. So this will let you create a complete floor plan and let you edit it uh, so that it's perfect. You know what we did in the old days? We just drew on paper. We, yes. We didn't have all this fancy stuff. <laughs> and I'm sure it was a very clunky process, so... Uh, Magic Plan will help you make that a lot easier. Have, have you actually used some of these uh, these interior decorating apps? Like, uh, what kind of learning level do people have to have? I, I think they make an effort to make all of these really user friendly. And of, in the case of Magic Plan, as I said, it is um, it it is you know award winning. So they have made an effort to make it. Uh, simple for anyone to use, and it actually uses AR in this one as well. Augmented reality. Well, let's uh, throw some love out to our Android smartphone users. Android tip of the week. Make the most of your Android smartphone. What are we learning about uh, this time? We're learning about smart lock. So turning a secure lock screen on your Android phone is always a good idea, any phone in fact. It can keep your data safe, but it's a bit of a pain to input your code every time you have to uh, do something on your phone. So you can actually use Smart Lock on Android, which is tucked away in your security menu. And this allows you to set different methods of bypassing the secure lock screen automatically. So for example, if your device detects that you're at home, it won't show you the lock screen. You can just pick it up and use it. Very, very cool. We still have lots more to talk about on today's program, including uh, what's going to be streaming this week on some of our favorite uh, streaming services like uh, the Netflix and Amazon and Crave TVs uh, of the world. 
you know, and this is something I recommend to a lot of the listeners out there. Uh, Amazon. Uh, Amazon has their Prime Video, and a lot of people might not know it, but they probably have that service. If you subscribe to Amazon Prime uh, for shopping, you actually get enrolled on Amazon Prime Video as well. So you can download the app on various uh, you know, phones and tablets and even smart TVs and watch some really cool programming. And just around our neighborhood this week, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Christina, they're filming the next season of uh, Man in the White Castle. They sure are. They've or the had... High Castle, sorry. Yes. Well, White Castle hamburgers. They've had... <laughs> Someone's hungry. I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> they've had all of their crews out and all of these uh, rigs up all over the streets and everything. It's been really cool to watch. When we come back, we'll see what's streaming. Stay tuned. You're on the App Show. Mike Agarbo and Christina Stoyanova. Lots more to come. You are back with the App Show. Still lots to talk about on today's program, including Crazy App of the Week and also Travel App of the Week as well in a little bit. Christina, what are we starting off with here? Netflix, right? What do we uh, What do we got up uh, coming up in the next week or so? Uh, this week on Netflix, we've got Midnight Run. <laughs> Robert De Niro is a bounty hunter. Can your mother ever teach you how to talk nice to people and not shoot at them? Charles Grodin is an accountant who embezzled $15 million from the mob. It is truly I, I love this movie. Uh, it's old. It's 1988, but for me, it still kind of holds up. I just loved Robert De Niro in this. Uh, he's basically got to uh, get Charles Grodin uh, across the country to deliver him. Uh, he's like a Bales bondsman, uh, and the mob are after them. Don't you just find that anything that De Niro's in holds up over time? Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Recently, I saw The Wizard of Lies as well. Uh, it's an HBO uh, series about, um, oh, what's that guy? Bernie Madoff, uh, the guy that embezzled all that money. Right. Uh, you know, the big Ponzi scheme yep. that was worth billions. Yeah, he was awesome in that too. But if you haven't <laughs> seen Midnight Run, yes, it's a little bit older, but it is a lot of fun. What else you got? Green Zone. Who are you? General, my name is Roy Miller. I'm a chief warrant officer with the U.S. Army. Why are you here, Mello? I came here to bring you in. Green Zone from the director of The Bourne Ultimatum. I think he just loves uh, Matt Damon. Who doesn't? Yes. Uh, this was uh, done by Paul Greengrass. Uh, he's the director. Uh, it's uh, it's a pretty good movie set in uh, Iraq, the Iraqi war. And uh, Matt Damon, he's uh, he's done a good job. Have you seen it? I have not, but uh, I do love Matt Damon. What else we got? We have Point Break, the 2015 version. I believe that, like me, the people behind these robberies are extreme athletes. Using their skills to disrupt the international financial markets. And they don't care who gets killed in the process. Okay. The the original movie was kind of crazy with Keanu Reeves. Uh, this is a remake because, boy, the... The first one was so good. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, 2015 version, uh, Teresa Palmer, Luke Bracey. I don't know who these actors are, but uh, I don't know if it did that well in the theaters. But, you know, it's on Netflix, so you can't lose. Have you seen it? No. I really didn't like the first one. Right. But this one looks like action-packed, and it's extreme athletes trying to disrupt the world's financial system. It so, totally makes sense. The logic is sound. Yes. What else on Netflix? Chasing Train, the John Coltrane documentary. I experience a spiritual awakening to be given the means and privilege to make others happy through music. 
John was a genius. His sound ranges through the different emotions people have in a way that very few people can do. This should be good. If you're into John Coltrane, who uh, was a legend, uh, they have a documentary about him now on Netflix. So check that out. Uh, a lot of people have been waiting for this one. Uh, another character from the Marvel Universe. That's right. Marvel's The Punisher. You and me, we want the same thing. So work with me. One condition. I'm going to kill them all. Yeah, I can live with that. So this is a crazy character. This is uh, from what I remember in the comics, and I used to collect uh, this particular comic. Uh, Frank Castle, the character, was a uh, a cop, and uh, he had his uh, family out for a picnic one day. Might be different in uh, the series here. Uh, And the mob, uh, I guess, killed his family. Wow, that's dark. And so he just devotes his life to killing all criminals, like just killing them, shooting them. So this, from what I've seen of the trailer so far, it seems to be in the same vein. They've they've had a few movies. Uh, I remember Dolph Lundgren was in one of them, but they never really took off in uh, the movie theater. So hopefully uh, this TV version or this Netflix version, which is a series, uh, can can make a difference. Well, Netflix has been knocking it out of the park with these uh, Marvel ones recently. Let's uh, jump over to uh, Crave TV. What do they uh, got happening? Ill behavior. I'm not going to have chemotherapy. I'm going to heal naturally. He's trying all these alternative treatments. Maybe they'll work. We kidnap him and give him chemo until he's cured. Where's that doctor? <laughs> okay. Why are you doing this? This looks, looks like a crazy series. So, um, BBC. From... So a little bit of English humor. They uh, have a friend who has some type of cancer and. He wants to try to heal it naturally, and they don't agree with that. So they basically chain him up in the basement and give him chemo. It, yes. It's got all the markings of a comedy <laughs> success. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of dark humor, but uh, it could be good. Well, uh, again, that's uh, what's streaming uh, this week uh, on the uh, streaming services. Uh, nothing really new on the Amazon side, but we'll uh, keep our eyes open for that. What is our crazy app of the week? Crazy app of the week. This app has been talked about a lot this week uh, in some of the publications like Mashable and The Verge and things like that. So you know how we've had all these apps that change your face, like you can put makeup on or, you know, give yourself a filter or whatever. So this one does the opposite of making you look good. It takes your makeup off. Why? (laughs) Why? Well, the app developer said that they were just sort of playing around with what, um, you know, what the possibilities were in an app like this with AI and things like that. Um, so this app will actually figure out what is makeup and what isn't and remove it. The only thing is that it's a little heavy handed. So it actually introduces some like blotchiness in your skin that might not necessarily actually exist. And people are concerned about the accuracy <laughs> of this. Uh, so it's 99 cents. And yeah, it's caused quite uh, a storm on the net. It has. People have been talking about it all week. But if you haven't seen this yet, just Google it. Uh, some of the, um, I, I'll call them unmakeovers, 
uh, look pretty horrendous. I know some of the pictures of Angelina Jolie oh, are just yeah, not flattering. Yeah, that's not fair. She <laughs> she looks crazy afterwards. Yes. It, yeah. And so. I am very sure that she is stunning without the makeup on, just like she is with it on. Well, uh, would you try it? No. <laughs> no. Why subject myself to this? <laughs> well, let's switch gears here and uh, see what's. Uh, going on with uh, streaming apps streaming this week what is it this week christina the streaming app of the week is eight tracks this is actually a really cool app if you're into music and especially playlists uh this is kind of like an internet radio playlist type app where you can actually work with other uh users of it and create some really cool playlists together or just explore all the playlists that uh all the community has has created and pretty well every genre or mood or feeling that you can think of uh is uh, expressed uh, in in these uh playlists like i'm looking at they've got a whole category of workout essentials uh get your sweat on uh you know, this didn't happen overnight. Like, there's some pretty fun playlists happening here. It's like the mixtape of 2017. It is. It is. And I, I love playlists because I used to get stressed out trying to pick music, you know, when I had people coming over. This is perfect. Uh, you know, a lot of these music uh, subscription services, uh, you know, they have lots of playlists. But I really like 8-Tracks, uh, you know, because they've got the community behind this helping make uh, a lot of cool playlists uh, that you can listen to. Uh, while you're uh, on the go. When we come back from the break, it's that time. Travel app of the week. Stay tuned. You are back with the App Show. Don't forget to visit our website, appshowradio.com. Links right to our Facebook uh, page where you can interact with us. If you've got some ideas from for some cool apps, we would love to hear from you. We're going to uh, talk about traveling now, Christina. What's the travel app of the week? The travel app of the week this week is CDC Travel. <laughs> CDC, like the Center for Disease Control? That's right, Mike. So you were asking me, because I love to travel, uh, how you go about getting travel vaccines because you're out, off to Africa soon. Exciting. I'm excited and very scared at the same time. Because of the yellow fever? Yes, I have to get yellow <laughs> fever vac- a yellow fever vaccine, among other things. So, so what does this app do? So this app is... Actually, uh, it is an, a, an American app, but I think it holds up just as well in Canada. It actually lets you punch in your destination and then it will tell you the vaccines and medicines that it recommends you take in preparation for your trip. Um, there are some other features as well. You can have a to-do list in here and it has a documents section so that um, it you can keep track of the documents you need as well as a packing list for any medical supplies you might need. Uh, but I think the vaccine and medication information is really invaluable. And again, it's called? Travwell. And free. It's free. Great Perfect. information to have on hand. Looks like that's all the time we have left in the app show. want to thank you for tuning in on a regular basis. Don't forget to listen to our sister show on a weekly uh, weekend time slot in Saturdays uh, here on CKNW. It's 10 a.m. as well called Get Connected. It's all about the world of technology, kind of more of an overview. A lot of times we take calls as well, uh, kind of like your on-air tech support. For uh, the App Show, this is Mike Agarbo and Christina logging off. We'll see you again next time. 
You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.